You are now listening to Feeding Off Each Other. I'm back, baby. This is a certified hood classic. Do you guys miss me? Yes. Yes. Did you guys recreate me as a dummy? No. I have a feeling you're lying. I don't even see the dummy in here, so I can tell that it's moved. about Sorry. I have no idea what you're talking about. Where are the dummies? They're right here, sitting on the couch. No. Agreed. I know you guys recreated me as a dummy, and I can't wait to find out. This is, you know what? This is actually going to be the only podcast I've listened to, last podcast, where I was not here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I don't need to listen to the podcast. I was here. Yeah, that's true. You're listening. It's true. What? Why it sucks to edit. Were you guys lost without me? Uh, I've never felt more found, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> you talked about well, poo for half an hour. We <laughs> talked a lot about poo. Uh, now you're talking. Okay. Should I just step out of this one, then? Would you guys feel more comfortable if I just... <laughs> No, no, we've exhausted that topic. Yeah, it was a one, a one time only. Until that speak pipe guy calls back. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna listen to, was it episode 45? And I'm gonna leave a speak pipe. I'll review the podcast. I think it was 46. 46? What are we on now? 47. 47. It says 46 on my notes. Yeah, same. I don't know. And Al- we, Alonzo we, said it was 47. And we spelled the guest's name wrong. <laughs> we. It's an I. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys do the intro last time? We did. Mm-hmm. How'd it go? Terribly. Oh, God. All did right. you well, do it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a shot. Welcome back to Feeding Off Each Other, a weekly podcast where we feed off the talent, humor, knowledge, and awesome stories of our guests and each other. I am Matt Dennison. Oh, God. I almost lost it there. <laughs> and I'm joined, as always, by smartest guy in the podcast, David Wiggins. Mm-hmm. I hate that title. And also joined, as always, by tied for second dumbest person on the pod, (laughs) Jason Lucas. (laughs) And we're back. And we're back. We're we're almost halfway to 100. Remember, I keep saying you don't get good at podcasting until you reach 100 podcasts. We're almost halfway. We're almost at the half good podcast. So that's exciting. God, 50 more. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my no. goodness. But I'm excited about today's guest because this is, uh, today's guest is uh, one of our original guests that we had on our list when we we're, you know, coming up with who do we want to talk to? Mm-hmm. And uh, it took 46 episodes, 47? 47. 47. To finally get him on. He's an elusive man. Uh, he canceled on us seven times. I'm just kidding. That's not true. We actually canceled on him last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goes the other way. And, uh, we have an intro written out for him. Shall I get right on into that? This is long. Jason helped me write this one. <laughs> I added a few things. Good, good. Um, yeah, you should read it. Okay, all right. Today's guest played a huge role in shaping not only our childhoods, but also our career paths. Way back in the year 2000, the early days of the internet, this person helped start a little mountain bike website called nsmb.com, otherwise known as NorthShoreMountainBiking.com. The website started as a desire to keep up, keep up to date on what was happening in North Vancouver's mountain bike scene, but since then it has become the biggest mountain bike news website in the world. Is that the what? It is. I'm not sure what world that is. <laughs> you, you missed a word. Oh wait, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did I? But th- since then it has become one of the biggest mountain bike news websites uh, in the world. There you go. 
See, words are important. Oh, is that measured measured by what metric? <laughs> I wonder. The world inside this studio here today, maybe our world. Just the number of pages. It's just just volume. go with it. Just go with it. If you're a mountain biker with access to the internet, then there is a very good chance you've read an article, editorial, or stepped into the forums on NSNB.com. Besides this, today's guest was also my boss for five years. Not only was he my employer, but on our many travels, he was often mistaken as my dad. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the program, Cam McCray. Hello. <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Oh, you made it. Uh, I don't remember those seven cancellations, but... Yeah, that's I had a few times. <laughs> Wait, so how was the intro here? Because I kind of butchered that a little bit. Um, I set the bar pretty high. I, I thought it. I thought it was great. I thought it was. Uh, I mean, you're my son. <laughs> I, uh, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> well, what I also think we should mention is that you're a former English teacher, substitute teacher. Uh, no, I was. I was an elementary school teacher, mm -hmm. and. Uh, at the end of my short-lived career, I was sort of the specialist teacher in a school. So I taught things like computers, French, PE, but also drama and creative writing. I, I'm, I'm a little nervous of using my words on this podcast because you're a very good writer and you're very good at using your words and I feel dumb sometimes. When I, sit, when I text you, I'm proofreading it like three times. So <laughs> just know that now. I've admitted that. Now if I make a mistake in the future, you'll, <laughs> you'll think he proofread this three times and he still made that mistake. Yeah, yeah I, I wish I could say I don't notice other people's mistakes, but because I spend so much of my time deliberately noticing and editing people's work uh i i do notice and you make a lot actually oh. <laughs> are you telling the truth no i'm not oh well because i feel like i do yeah <laughs> uh, can, can you point this mic a little bit more towards you you're very uh, soft-spoken today this is uh how's using that? a very gentle voice so we want to hear you <laughs> so uh yeah how's it going uh it's going pretty good it's uh the weather's been nice. We've been able to ride. You can just choose whatever day you want to ride, which is so weird for us. That is nice. And, uh, yeah, rode yesterday. Wonderful. How's the work life going? How, how's the world of NSMB.com? Uh, we're kind of ticking along quite nicely right now, actually. Uh, we've got our best crew of writers ever. We uh, lots of cool bikes to ride for testing and I don't know how to decide whether that's true or not <laughs> it's it it feels good it feels like we're having fun I, I enjoy my work I enjoy the people I work with uh it's uh and now you're on the number one feeding off each other podcast in the world that's amazing good that for you it's pretty one good. of well and, and, and we're one of the websites in the world <laughs> So, okay, let's, let's make a little backstory for the uh, listeners who aren't familiar with NSMB.com. I always assume that everybody always just knows what NSMB.com is when I'm out there in the world. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I actually learned something today. I thought you were the founder of NSMB.com. Uh, no. Well, so I had the idea, and 
I, what started first actually was um, quitting my teaching job because I wanted to start writing. And am I going back too far? No, please go far. Uh, I was born in <laughs> so the sperm. So my parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I was away in Italy and actually was uh, still writing letters then because What's I that? enjoyed writing letters. I know it's weird. Like it's A, B, C, D. Have you ever, when's the last time, did you ever receive a letter in your life? Uh, fan mail kind of changed that. Once oh, we started oh, writing to fans, okay. literally, okay. I did not know how to send a letter like That's five, six cool. years ago. Hmm. Yeah. So I wrote this letter to Trevor Hansen, who you know, about this idea. Trevor Hansen, also my PE teacher in yes. high school. Yes, that's how we know you, in yes. fact. Um, about this idea I had about creating a community around uh, the, well, it was like supposed to be a print magazine because I didn't know anything about websites. And uh, I wrote the whole thing down and sent it to him, and he threw it away, I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to read. Uh, so I came back, and instead of going back to my job, because we had taken a leave of out since we were, did I say living in Italy? We were living in Italy, because I wanted to learn to speak Italian. And we came back, and I extended my leave of absence and worked as a teacher on call. To, uh, to keep the lights on. And um, during that time, I uh, was reacquainted with a friend of mine, Michael Palethorpe, and he knew how to make websites. Uh, uh, another friend of mine, Ian Christie, was, um, he had his small recruitment company purchased by monster.com, and he moved to Boston, and he came home for a visit, and he was, I was talking to him about my idea, and he said, oh, you should start a website. And I, it hadn't even really occurred to me because there wasn't really any mountain bike media online. And um, so between Ian having the idea and um, Michael knowing how to build websites, it sort of started like that. But what it started with was Michael wanted to do a snowboarding website. Um, I can't remember the name. It wasn't a good name, though. Um, <laughs> North Shore. <laughs> was, there was nothing to it. SBE.com. It was, uh, we'd missed this first winter. So I said, well, I've got this other idea we could try. And, uh, and so that's how it started. Was your question, how did it start? Yeah. Okay. Just, just a little backstory on, on how it came to be. Yeah. So you, I take it you were a big mountain biker at this time? I, I was a keen mountain biker. I was the same size as I am now. Um, so, wait, what? Six feet tall? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, I was, I was pretty, pretty keen on kind of a particular kind of mountain biking because I have, I have ADHD like most mountain bikers do. And if it wasn't, Sorry, what? Uh, oh, I wasn't listening. Was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, we're going off the rails in this one. What we were all? you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> So if it, if it wasn't uh, sort of in-your-face mountain biking, I didn't really enjoy it. I couldn't enjoy just fast, smooth trails or anything else. So when I went other places to ride, I hated it, um, which is what inspired me to, to start the magazine because the didn't become a magazine. Um, what was uh, your first time mountain biking? you have a vivid memory of this occasion? 
you know, not a road bike, not no. It was mountain bikes. It was. Uh, I've still got the bike. My I, I worked in a bike shop, and the bike I had that was a crappy bike got stolen. But you could write up a, an insurance claim that because it had been just assembled with a bunch of different parts, it was way more expensive than a bike you'd buy off the shop floor. So this crappy bike was worth about $1,000 in an insurance claim. So I got that money and I bought uh, a hand-built Ritchie Timberline for $1,100, I think, and then probably built it at the shop and rode it in this little park in, uh, in Carisdale. That was my first mountain bike. <laughs> that was your, that, well, no, I mean, like, first mountain bike ride. The word first is, mountain bike ride? Yeah. Well, see, um, yeah, I don't remember that. But I always used to mm. ride my, my bike as a kid in the endowment lands in, uh, in UBC, which is kind of exactly like mountain biking, except with downturn bars and five speeds. I, what, what was it like back then? What, like, what was the scene? Like, in the very beginning? Yeah, the very beginning. Like, what was happening that you had to start a mountain biking website? Like, why, why did that need? Well, around 2000, the, the scene was kind of quite interesting around here. It had been popularized. Like, there was that bike magazine article in 1998 that I saw when I was in Italy. Mm -hmm. That also probably inspired me a little bit. Is that um, Fear and Loaming? Fear and Loaming. Oh, yes. yes. Classic. Yeah. Um, Mitchell Scott. Um, so... It was a time when Dangerous Dan was building ridiculous things, and um, Digger was making movies, and it was yeah, it was kind of a it was definitely a super niche within a niche at that point. And that's when you caught on to the scene, or were you aware of what was happening years prior? Uh, I was I was not super aware, but before I started, I, I had become aware. Mm. Knew some. We knew a guy named Toon. Um, this guy named Toon actually collaborated with Digger on the first North Shore Extreme movie, and we kind of hang around, hung around with him. Came to our wedding, actually. <laughs> um, so he was sort of our, our way into the scene to a certain degree, except he and Digger broke up. They, they didn't get along no. <laughs> any longer. Yeah. So the... The early days of NSMB, um, I, I think we should pull up the Wayback Machine and take a look at what it, <laughs> what the, f can we find the first edition of NSMB.com? Is this it? That's the earliest I could find. It's like 2001. Okay, so we, pull, we pulled up uh, the homepage here. I'm surprised it's got any thumbnails because <laughs> um, Trisha Petrella deleted all the thumbnails at a certain point. Uh -huh. Is this from the server? Oh, is this what goodness. it looked like when, when it went live? Pretty it's like 1.0? Uh, there might have been a couple of tweaks before this, but that's, that's looking pretty... Um, your, your photo, it, what, what did you fresh. call that? Yeah, zoom in. Is it photo of the day, or what is that on the left? No, that never changed. No, yeah. <laughs> that was just you all the time. <laughs> and Cam took that photo. Uh, I did, yeah. It's kind of a spaceman move. Wait, is that at Oak Street? Yeah. Knew it. Oh, by the trees. Well done. Oak Street. You <laughs> could tell by the trees. I've seen that angle of photo before. Did you ever go to the Oak Street dirt jumps? Yep. And wrecked myself. Oh, really? Because they were too big for me. You know, I think the first time I saw your name was, maybe I'm wrong here, but was on a calendar 
beside oh, my bed. Maybe, maybe yep. Sexy oh, firefighters. Yeah. What was the name of that calendar? <laughs> uh, Daryl Sharp made that calendar. I can't remember what the name of it was, though. Oh, man, I don't know. Yeah. And what was the photo? Oh, it was Jerry Willows. Oh, okay. So Jerry Willows, I think, doing Brutus. I think, yeah, I think I remember seeing your name. Cam McCray, Cam McCray. And I always thought, that's funny. It says Mick in it. That's like McDonald's. That's a young kid. <laughs> You've never encountered a Scottish person before? <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully he <laughs> hires me one day. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, fuck, I should have lied. No. So when you see fuck. this website, are you like, is this embarrassing? Is, does it look pretty good? Are you proud of it? Um. French woman in a beret. Well, it looks like a lot of work for me because it, there was a lot of HTML back at that time when we were creating uh, an article. And uh, it just looks just painfully uh, difficult and slow to update. Mm. I like how to be a pro-ho up there. That, that, uh, <laughs> how to be a pro-ho? That's the article. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, like, directed well. at a forum member named pro-ho or something. I, I, don't even recall that or who would have written that. What happens when you click on it? I, probably nothing. I think that's a photo. That's yeah. just a photo. Oh, it's a photo. Okay. It, and all of the links. They're all broken now. They're all broken now. Yeah. None of the links work. Okay. Do you know who's in the photo at the top, the banner? Uh, that's Ian Moult. That's Ian Moult. At, oh, oh my God. That's a throwback. Is he working on the Hadron Collider now or something? He does work in... Particle physics. Is he at MIT? I just had this conversation with somebody. It's insane. But it, yeah. I think he's yeah. a hard on collider, actually. He, he, I think he's coming. May, he might have already come back, but he was going to come back for a visit. And Dave was trying to arrange a, uh, a bike for him. Oh, my goodness. I haven't to heard that name. Slay everyone ha having not ridden a bike at all in years. I can't even remember what I saw of him, but I remember he was one of my favorite riders growing up. Maybe it was a nothing? Took his hands and feet off the bars something? Wasn't it his like, signature move? I think he did one of those um, on Groovula. Groovula. From Trail. Uh, no, uh, Groovula is, yeah, it is a from, from Trail right at the bottom. It doesn't really exist anymore. Oh. Uh -huh. Oh, amazing. <laughs> it doesn't look that old. Like, you know, it still is like nicely laid out. I mean, definitely a lot of links. So that is all Michael Palethorpe. And not only was it Michael Palethorpe, it's whoever he stole this all from. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> because at a certain oh, point, we, we got a, uh, a very nasty um, email from somebody saying, hey, nice website. Oh, Looks exactly like mine. Interesting. <laughs> Great success. Do you know what website this was? No, I think okay. it was Australian. Um, Michael Palethorpe's Australian, and I think it was probably something from down under. Oh, wow. AustraliaMountainBiking.com. <laughs> Same thing, upside down. Do you remember the, the orange logo with the star in the middle that came after this one? He stole that, too. No way. Uh, yeah, from a band, I think. Vaguely remember it. Can we go forward in the Wayback Machine? Let's see the evolution here of NSMB.com. Working with you guys, um, you know, that was my first exposure to actually to learn how to create a website or how to uh, put new information onto a homepage or you know upload a photo, all that. So I can. You said that you look at that and it's kind of looks looks like a nightmare to populate. Like how much effort would that be? What would it take? Well, I, I'm not a computer guy at all, so for me, oh. you know, for me it, was, uh, it was challenging to 
I mean, I was just sort of copying code and I got the hang of it, but it was still slow. It was just a painstaking process. You got to go click on the day and then click on the link. Yeah, mm -hmm. there you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that'll be a little. Isn't this website archive.com or what is this Wayback Machine? Isn't mm -hmm. this, aren't they going to shut it down or something? It's like <gasps> threatened. Oh. This is 04. Oh, they're always trying to get um, money. Mm. Mm. Uh, I thought it was yeah. like a Congress thing. Like they wanted to shut it down. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was archive.com. When was NSMB V2? What year? I am not sure. Go like 07 or 08. I'm in 08. Oh, there so we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is... Like, is this... This is Dave Smith. Oh, this is... Is this 2.0? Was there uh, something else in between? There was something. There was, there was maybe a 1.5 before, before 2.0. Wasn't it red? Like <laughs> red colored and like... No, that's pink bike. <laughs> no. I don't remember. I don't remember it being red, but probably. I think so, a lot of people read it. <laughs> Bazinga! Dave speaks. <laughs> that's what he's here for. Yeah. So when you guys changed the website, what was the reaction of your uh, users? Uh, there were some complaints about, I think we moved the weather or something <laughs> that people weren't happy about. You guys are powerful. Um, <laughs> we just changed the weather. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but most, most people seem to like it, actually. Oh, that's good. Well, it's like a shift. I always thought it was dramatic. It's like a shift in design principles, I think, that probably came with internet speeds. So if you designed an initial website, you're like, well, we got to show them everything they might want to click on because you don't want them to have to click on multiple things and load multiple pages. Mm. So that's probably why the original design was just like, here's everything, figure it out, and then like spend your one minute to load the article you need to read or whatever page you want. You're you're probably right. I don't remember it being explained in that way to me, but smartest guy <laughs> on the pod right here. <laughs> I, no, I'm just making the assumption because uh -huh. I'm like remembering back to using dial-up and like you wouldn't have been clicking around a lot because it was just so slow. We'd have to ask Dave. Jason and I are just here to agree with everything and not challenge any thoughts on the podcast. Oh, not sorry, not this Dave. We'd have to ask Dave. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so okay, we're right now we're looking at uh, maybe V2, maybe V3. V.25, 2.5. I think that's two. And uh, the top banner is written and reviewed 2009 Saint. It's a good thumbnail. Very nice. Did uh, you make that was, yourself? Uh, I don't remember making that. The photo was Sterling's. So oh, yeah. That would have helped. That was probably a game changing photo then, too. Camera mounted or bike mounted mm -hmm. camera. Yeah. So, Jason, what was your first. Do you remember how you came across NSMB? Like, how. I have absolutely no idea myself. I, think, I honestly couldn't remember. Either. I think my brother had an account. Oh, okay. That was probably how. And I just over, I just saw like over my brother's shoulder him on the forums. I think it would have been um, through the local bike shop. We had a mechanic there named Ian Nelson who was oh yeah big part of things. And I think he had NSMB shirts. Like he would wear them riding. Right. Like, what is that? Right. And then, um, through the buy and sell on SMB, the forums, and then you, you guys also did like uh, DVD sales and merch, and I, I bought a lot of stuff from there um, wow. on that store, and also then sold stuff on the buy and sell, and then got into the scary world of the forums. Yeah, the forums. The forums. Our forums were, yeah, they were definitely pretty scary. Well, as a 13-year-old, you're like, 
Those are big words. <laughs> I just know sick, rad, and gnarly. <laughs> That's it. How, so, how was that, like, having that, like, community? Because that was before Facebook or anything. So I remember people were, like, ride planning and, like, organizing huge Vancouver, like, urban assault yeah. rides. And, like, it was really cool. And just to add to that, that like, you said it was before Facebook. Yeah. And that was the place that... After a ride, Jason and I would take all our photos from our digital camera and we would upload them and wait for the comments, wait for the replies. And our rep. <laughs> sweet, sweet rep. Yeah, our rep that, yeah. Was there like a, that was our Facebook. Was there like a ranker of your reputation on the website or something? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, no, there was a oh, rep bar. Was a rep thing. Yeah, 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 that's right. You had like rep points and yeah. like oh. a lot of people what? would have. Forgot about you forgot that. about rep? Because we don't have any more. How do people know? Do you know the are? influence that that, right, that bar had on our life? Okay. <laughs> I do remember now. Yeah, yeah. I remember your rep was locked at 666. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Speak on the, uh, what, what kind of traffic did the, the forums bring to NSMB.com? What impact did it have? Well, it was a huge traffic source because it was user-generated content. And uh, mm. Our friends over at Pinkbike leaned into that a lot more than we did, um, to our to our detriment. But it was, I mean, it was kind of a, had a life of its own. It was almost separate from the website because people would talk about NSMB.com on the on the forum like it was something different than where they were posting their comments. Mm. Like there were people who said, I, I never go to the homepage. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of funny. Were there ever any like moderating issues or like bad, bad eggs on there? Oh my God. Only constantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, it was a huge part of my job back then and I was terrible at it. I, uh, yeah, it was either too lax or too heavy handed. I never had a, an in between a just right setting. <laughs> Like, what was the stuff that was troubling? Was it, like, crazy racist out yeah, so raids and, you know? Before rep, there w it was just a free-for-all. There was no, there was no uh, reason to leave a good or bad comment because right. it was, you know, you could say anything you wanted and there was no reper repercussions. Like Uber reviews. Rep was a game-changer for sure for yeah. that. Now that, I, now that I remember it, yeah. Because people, yeah. Well, except then there were gangs. <laughs> rep gangs. Yeah, yeah, rep gangs. Yeah, literally. Literally, rep gangs. The jets and the sharks, and they would. The mountain biking dance is fights. not a crime crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just remember those guys. There was also a secret forum. What? Excuse yeah. me? And oh, it, we man. called it, it was called Norm Club, because Norman Tan put it aside, and there were no rules there. <laughs> but you could get banished to the regular forum. I feel like we could talk for four hours today. You don't know how deep this is to our heart. Yeah. Okay, so we, I want juicy forum stories. I remember a few things myself. I don't know what pops up in your head. I don't want to put anybody on the spot or expose anybody. I actually just saw our probably most notorious forum member. <laughs> oh, notorious. Oh, was Mr. L. Ron Hubbard on, on yeah, the forums. That's right. Good for you. <laughs> His name was L. Ron Hubbard? Yeah. Like the leader of Scientology? Yeah. That's hilarious. What made him notorious? If he's listening to this, he's frantically trying to delete his account right now. <laughs> Where's the delete button? Yeah, we, we could just go back. Yeah, look, let's just no, sign no, into no, the admin. No, probably throwing his laptop into um, the ocean. <laughs> uh, he, he was very caustic. <laughs> and he's, he was in a, seemingly in a bad mood all the time. He's not like that at all now. Um, and he, yeah, it just was insulting to 
anyone who came near him. <laughs> I, he insulted me one time, actually. Uh, one time I made a film with Jason, a little crappy video, a little biking edit, and I put film burns in it, like, you know, where it would, oh, it would yeah. go, like, red, kind of oh, fake film burns. And I remember uh, L. Ron Hubbard was like, what's with these stupid film burns? Everybody does this. It's so crappy. Like, it looks fake as hell. And I remember years down the road, he started making films, and he did film burns himself. And I was like, damn you. People still do them. Yeah, they still do them. Fine. It's a and, transition. And people are sent selling like hundred dollar packs yeah like you can buy light leaks and film burns yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah, anyway it's very that's very like <laughs> 2014 film or something the thing was he wasn't wrong it's very obnoxious the use of film burns but anyways that makes it even worse yeah <laughs> yeah um i rem i don't know if I, I don't remember many details i remember uh someone like posting like nude photos on the forum or something like bikini yeah, photos so there, was a, yeah, there, what, there were there some, were some yeah well there was also we had <laughs> this is really embarrassing so there's the non-bike related was there's do we, do we still have i think we still have nbr anyway, nbr forum yeah and the largest thread embarrassingly was the boobs thread <laughs> mm -hmm. excellent <laughs> yeah it didn't doesn't age well at all. Uh, is and it? It, there was there was a, a, a no nudity rule. Can we pull that up. <laughs> no, I'm just getting to pull that up. Can you tell me what the URL is so I can avoid going there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully, it doesn't exist. I'm pretty sure we deleted it. There was Archived a, it. There was a website called. Do you remember the Chive? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's like all. It, it was like guy talking like boobs and it was just like top 10 boobs of the week yeah and yeah. you're just like yeah this is normal now it's super that not. doesn't exist anymore it's i think it's still a website but it's not that's like the key common chive on is mm. that what it was yeah oh, okay with bill murray they had a bill murray shirt yes mm. yeah, yeah yeah they did hey dave personal question yeah what underwear are you wearing right now huh, well i'm glad you asked matthew hmm. i'm wearing my favorite pair of beneath Underwear. Ooh. Ooh, beneath. They started right here in Vancouver, didn't they? <laughs> right as always, Jason. They used to be called My Package, but now that name refers to the My Package pouch technology that is built right into their underwear and bottoms to keep you comfortably supported no matter where your day takes you. Yeah, it's like a little hammock supporting your private bits, and they've put that same technology into their North Shore bike liner short. How, how little of a hammock, Matt? So little. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> Just want to be clear. <laughs> we've been wearing them for over a year now on Mahalo, my dude, and we've never felt more supported down there. Yeah, I've been loving the liner shorts, and I was stoked to see them come out with this bib version this past spring, and I've been using them on the longer rides, and boy, do they feel comfy. Mm, what about non-mountain bikers? Great question, Matthew. Well, for us non-mountain bikers, Beneath also has a ton of base layers, two-in-one shorts, and of course, underwear. underwear. Under there? Underwear. They're also taking every possible action towards having a lesser impact on the environment through their use of sustainable materials and methods. And right now, Beneath is offering exclusively for feeding off each other listeners, aka each other's, to save 25% off their next order from Beneath. So head over to Beneath.com or CA. That's B-N-3-T-H.com and use the code FEEDING25 at checkout. And, and now, back, back to, to the, the pod. pod. I, I can't recall the exact story, but to, to add to what I was just mentioning there, I feel like there was a woman who was posting 
kind of like dirty photos of her and her significant other just as like it was her form of Facebook. I think even worse was that she was underage. Oh gosh. Noise. There might have been some alcohol <laughs> dating a much older guy. Oh goodness. Oh, no. oh goodness. <laughs> who, who may or may not have become my FedEx delivery guy. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> You've got mail. I thought you were gonna say FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> my fetish guy. <laughs> but uh so that uh that woman I think her name's Oh, God, don't but We'll bleep it. That is your name. Um, <laughs> is she's around the North Shore again and okay. involved with oh. a, a, um, a very famous rider on the North Shore okay. that I can't describe at all because it would immediately give it away. But Is she still underage? Or, uh? <laughs> she has gotten older since <laughs> 2004. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. We're we're putting people on the spot now. We're bringing up old forum. This is the worst. This is the worst thing. If I was listening to a podcast and all of a sudden I started hearing my old username, <laughs> I would have a panic attack. Yeah, <laughs> I would guys, freak out. Have you guys deleted old the old forum stuff yet? Or? I would absolutely freak out. I, I mean, it might just all be there. Okay. So let's explain how rep worked. Because mm -hmm. I'm surprised that you even forgot there was rep. That's yeah. amazing. Like, yeah, this was literally a huge yeah, thing of I'd, Jason and I's life. Now mm -hmm. that it's uh, it's reemerged, I remember it distinctly. So you started with zero, and mm -hmm. beside your username, you would either have, um, you, would, you would start with, I guess, one little green kind of uh, block. Mm -hmm. And as you would get upvoted by people with positive rep scores, you would gain more blocks up until a point where you just had too many blocks and then it would, the number would just go up, I guess. Mm -hmm. So you, someone who had a lot of rep points would have like 20,000 yeah, like, rep. Yeah, tens of thousands. Yeah. It, it's a lot may, of power to wield. Maybe even like hundreds of thousands. But as you gain more rep, if you repped, positive rep someone, you you could give them way more rep, like exponentially more than a new user, right? And also, if you negative rep someone because you had more power, you would just completely crush them, hammer them, <laughs> hammer. So like, the most active user could negative rep you and just put your score into the negative. Mm -hmm. So, we were motivated as young children <laughs> on NSMB.com to gain as many reps as we could. So we would post photos like, oh yeah, this is going to get clothes photos, clothes photos, yeah. uh, to, to just to get points because we wanted to get this score beside our name, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, and then eventually I think or maybe it was always like this. You you could not only give someone a positive rep, but you could leave a comment, like a private oh, yeah. comment oh, to yeah, them, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and say why it was why they uh, awarded you the positive rep or what you know whatever negative constructive feedback. Mm -hmm. So it kind of motivated us to post sick photos or say something funny. So I remember like, you know, having great comments once in a while and you'd get a load of positive rep mm -hmm. and you just have a great day after that. <laughs> I, I just gained so much rep yeah. and it meant nothing. <laughs> it was like before Facebook figured out likes and Instagram figured yeah. out likes, like it, it was that instant gratification that you got from posting your bike, your photo, your video, whatever. And this wasn't joke. unique to NSMB.com. This was a we standard didn't. kind of plug-in thing. Are you sure we didn't invent it? I'm pretty sure you didn't <laughs> invent it. I, but absolutely other people, not. No, it was a V-Bolton plug-in. Okay. 
Yeah, but it was a game changer. You sure about that? <laughs> Absolute game sure? changer. Yeah, it well for a while it made the forum better, but then I just turned into the Wild West again. I think. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, L. Ron Hubbard has uh, forty three hundred posts on the forums. I found his profile. Oh God, <laughs> we, we, we've got to go look at them before he hears this and, and uh, <laughs> ask for his account to be deleted. Oh goodness. <laughs> Can you search film burn? Yeah. <laughs> Let's find I'll that try. comment. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> so, oh man, uh, yeah. Uh, Positive um, relationship with the forums? Like, what's your, uh, what's your impression of them? They still exist, right? Yeah, now, I right mean, now. The, the gear one is, is probably the most active one, and it's actually productive conversations about fixing things or new things or or the hardtail thread of the year, something like that. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's good. Our, our commenters are one of our biggest assets. Like under articles, I learn tons. Sometimes I've learned that I was wrong. <laughs> they, they, they generally pointed out uh, in, in a nice way, gently. It's, it's like, I don't know, this, this wormhole on the internet where people are nice under our articles. And then people who aren't nice, they, they don't, get any traction it's weird people are nice in your comments i know <laughs> what are you talking oh, about it's no. weird it's really weird i don't know how it happened have you ever read the comments on a pink bike article before? never never <laughs> oh well they're uh, i wouldn't say they're qu quite positive um mostly <laughs> negative actually yeah. oh i guess their version of rep is like props now right they have props but you don't gain it to your name you just gain it on that one comment right yes yeah. exactly there's a thread called uh, Books Not Boobs. Are you familiar with this? I remember that, but I, yeah, I think <laughs> I probably have some comments in there. I guess it was someone trying to shift the, uh, the conversation <laughs> from boobs, <laughs> trying to elevate things on oh, the Oh, it's forum. not a facetious thing, like a, another boobs thread? Yeah, books, brackets, not boobs. <laughs> <laughs> How many negative rep points does that person have? Yeah. 69. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I remember you mentioned, Jason, that people are organizing rides on the forum. Mm -hmm. That actually might be how I um, became aware of NSMB because my older brother was attending some of those urban rides. Oh, cool. So he would go uh, on the forums, find someone organizing a ride. They would meet up downtown in Vancouver and go on a, on a, on a city ride, jump, jump off curbs and downstairs and whatnot. Did you ever attend a, a group urban ride? I think I maybe went to one, but I, yeah, I think that's it. I, we did our own urban rides, but I, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it would have been welcome. <laughs> you wouldn't have been welcome. If, I, I don't know. It was, you, you started the website that they scheduled the rides on. No, it probably would have been cool. But most of them would have been cool. But there would have also been people there who I had banned. And <laughs> yeah, oh, so. I did want to ask that actually. Yeah. Have you ever had to ban a friend or like not someone you see on the trails regularly? Maybe I can't think of anybody who was that close, really. Or no, I don't think. Well, so. you could give temporary bans, right? Like seven day ban, few day ban. I think we just had on or off at that point. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we could have done it for that long, but it wouldn't expire automatically. Later on, it did. But it, with the with the group rides, it's funny because obviously now we have all the technology we we need to organize a group ride. Yet it feels like a different era. Like 
like I'm nostalgic of those days when you could organize a ride on a forum. Like now you could mm-hmm. open up a, a Facebook group or you could open up a uh, Instagram DM. It just doesn't, it's not the same. Well, part of it is that you know so little about that person. You know their forum name, mm. their avatar. You don't know what they look like. You don't know what they're, where they're from. If you've seen their Instagram or their Facebook, you know a lot about somebody already. Whereas it was just could be anyone. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that. Yeah. I, I wish we could pull up people's real pictures next to their username right now and just learn what they really look like. Like people you remember from the past? Yeah. Because mm. I think of all these usernames that I associate. Uh, I mean, like I remember one guy had a, a Seinfeld character as his profile picture, I think for decades. And I just always oh, thought he was Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> what I, uh, who was that? Synchro? Yeah. See, oh, was that, that Synchro? Is, wow. These people are still occupying real estate yeah. in my brain. It's crazy. Like, do you ever think about uh, what kind yeah, do you ever think about how much of an impact NSMB.com had on the world, on, uh, on our lives? Actively think of this? You know, it's, it's, uh, I'm learning a lot about, <laughs> about how much impact it had back then. I mean, I guess when it was happening then, I maybe had more of a sense, but um, it's, it's hard to, I guess I just don't project that people care much about what I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's also hard to relate to the internal experience of like basically children, right? Like when you're a kid, yeah, things yeah. are really important and like they feel yeah. enormous and it feels expansive. But like you're a person on the other side that's just like, oh, I got to update the website. And, it, you know, you don't have that personal tether to it in the same sort of way. But I heard about people um, getting married and right. having kids and all sorts of things like that that met on the forum. Uh, no way. Wow. Well. Interesting. Yeah. You know who was um, big into those urban rides that we both know is David Ferguson. Oh, yeah. Ferg's. Yeah. Ferg's went to uh, I went to Vegas with him and, and you guys yeah, on a couple of trips. Yeah. Photographer, right? Yeah. Did he work? He, he worked for NSMB or? Uh, well, he didn't accept any pay. Oh, oh, <laughs> he was just yeah, he just was a great guy who did work for us for free because that's how much money we had to pay. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the impact is profound and on us at the very least, but also, I mean, we were, I'm just speaking on like reading the website and going on the forums and, and all that. But NSMB was also a, 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 like a stepping stone for many big names in the industry, such as, Matt Dennison. The Coastal Crew. <laughs> coastal Crew, yeah. The Coastal Crew, they, I, I would say they got their uh, start on SMB. I think it's pretty sure we were their first sponsors. Curtis Robinson, I remember wearing an NSMB.com shirt, I think doing the dirt jumps in the BC Place bike show. Oh, the outdoor BC show. Bike show. Yeah. 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 yeah, a lot of good riders wearing the NSMB.com uh, jersey. And I remember... Once uh, I started to work for um, you guys, we went to the Air Apprentice, which we should, we'll get into. We went to Air Apprentice. You had all these jerseys made for all the athletes, the really good riders, NSMB.com logo, big on the front, and you had extra, and you gave me one, and I felt like a total imposter. You're like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, here you go. And I, I remember it took me months to actually feel like I deserve to wear it <laughs> really because i was like man i'm not like i'm not like a pro rider i'm not like these guys i'm not a curvis robinson i'm not a coastal crew you know and i just kind of put it away in my 
I think in my drawer wore it when I wasn't around other mountain bikers. Because so I, lo I, I looked up to people in the NSMB.com jersey. And uh, yeah, now it, kind of the memories are coming back. I remember seeing the NSMB.com jersey on the Ride Guide television show. Oh, yeah, I think like Mitch sure. Chuby or something. People wearing that jersey and mm -hmm. Joyride. It wasn't called Joyride. It was just Kokanee Crankworks back then. Yeah. Or maybe that was like Monster Energy Slopes. I don't know. The Chuby era. Wiper was wearing one. It was Joyride first, actually. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Mm. So, yeah, any other names that we haven't mentioned that you think may have been a, a stepping stone for their careers? In terms of riders? Yeah. Or, um, I don't know. Anybody, I guess. You're probably, you know, <laughs> number one in our hearts. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's a lot of people that came through there. Yeah, you, yeah, I guess you don't think about this often. You're just, yeah, you're just uploading stuff to the website, <laughs> just making, making, making stars. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I think there was a time when there were a lot of sponsored riders who came from Air Prentice. That was our that was our, our way of recruiting and, and but since that time has passed we have probably just ruined people's careers so, <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's speak on air apprentice what was the air apprentice uh we were uh we were trying to figure out how to choose more riders for our team because we had some some pretty good sponsors and we wanted to get good riders to represent them. We already had some core riders like um, Jerry Willows and Trevor Hansen and Eamon Dagnan um, were our first three. We invented the team when we went to Interbike the first time because we didn't have anything to talk to anybody about. Mm. <laughs> so we just went and invented the team without telling the riders and, uh, <laughs> and got sponsors. And uh, so then the team was starting to grow and get better and we recruited some people like uh ryan newman um and oh yeah ryan. we wanted to ryan hayes what, ryan newman do we know him from dropping is he in dropping no no that's uh ryan schneff I think. Ah, yeah. ryan schneff yeah right He's, yeah also also from apprentice um and so we were trying to figure out who we'd who we'd choose and there wasn't a lot of there was no social media, so it was difficult to identify riders. And Pete actually, I think, had the idea of doing a, a one-day recruiting up at Whistler. And who's Pete? Pete Rogeman is uh, my business partner, who's been involved in the business since probably uh, early 2001, or yeah, probably early 2001, something like that. Also, my other boss maybe more bossly than than you even though you were the official boss he's maybe more of the bad cop yeah he's the bad cop you're the good cop <laughs> for sure he's the bad cop I, you're the dad cop <laughs> the dad cop definitely that's good um uh, so he had this idea and uh then he promptly went away to live in switzerland <laughs> and left left me to deal with it um and we basically just add, asked for applications on site the morning we were going to do it in Whistler. And we had all of these riders there that had photos and resumes to give us. Yeah. And we, I think there were about 
30 or 35 and we were going to choose 12 and we told them to go away for an hour and we just poured over all of the all the photos and resumes and chose 12 riders and then took them riding uh, on it was just when the upper mountain was opening for the first time and so we got access to it garbanzo yeah before uh before it was open and uh and we just sort of ran it like a film shoot and riders would i mean there was some there was some good riding going down they were feeding off each other <laughs> and, definitely uh and then at the end of the day we based on how they performed we chose four finalists and they sat on bar stools and we asked them questions in, in uh, the glc and then we chose one and ryan schnepp i think was the first one. Oh, wasn't it whoa really and what did they win what was the they got uh two bikes from specialized fully equipped uh with i think sram stuff at like that a, point like a demo and uh and an sx demo trail, and SX trail I think, yeah. yeah yeah so it was pretty sweet prize definitely and, uh and some money i can't remember if we gave the money maybe a little bit of money uh and a meaningless contract that was never signed to ride for nsmb.com never signed no there, meaningless there were no contracts oh. ever. yeah but what did, what did that person have to do just stick it was around kind of indistinct okay <laughs> so wear the jersey uh and uh we didn't even really talk about how they should behave in the world or anything but i guess there was sort of an expectation to not be a jerk and most of them are awesome so except for we had the odd one that took the bikes and then completely disappeared i'm not Ooh. sure if i should mention <laughs> <laughs> my next question is oh wow i guess we could well maybe maybe you can look uh, i don't know well, okay well <laughs> i'm curious to look at uh just like type in air prentice nsmb and see what comes up not not to see if that person like this comes video. up just Oh, what is this? This teaser? Oh, this is a video. Oh, okay, yeah. What do you want to watch? Yeah, sure, play this one. Wait, this is 11 minutes long? Oh, God, no. No, it's one minute long, I thought. Oh, I see 11 minutes. Oh, yeah, this is the full. This this is 2010. This is the first one we filmed. Yeah, yeah, so in 2010, Jason and I showed up. I wish I had the photo loaded for this. That would have been so great. Maybe I'll pull it up. Is you and me, Jason. Um, you have your Justin Bieber haircut way back, <laughs> and uh, we were there with my like homemade slider filming the event. Mm -hmm. I don't know for very underprepared. Yeah, and uh, we had no idea what we were doing. You, nobody knew who we were. I don't even. Yeah, why did you guys even? Yeah, why did you guys did invite us? us? I, I, I was some kind of mistake, <laughs> a, a clerical error. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Um, oh god okay well anyway so this uh, whole so thing was awesome to see all these dudes this was it was super loose obviously like you know there wasn't look at tippy he looks the same <laughs> he does look the same <laughs> uh it was super loose yet year after year people returned and they wanted to they wanted to become the air apprentice they wanted the jersey they wanted the bikes uh it, it was a big deal this was a big deal to come film too we, i remember just yeah, being like oh my god we've been selected to film like the Oscars of mountain biking, like you yeah. know, like this insane contest. 
Yeah, and we like have to work our butts off and make the best possible thing we can possibly make. And at the time, I would say this, this probably was, was. This probably was. Yeah. Yeah. Like slider. we, yeah, we handmade a, a slider uh, in our high school wood shop. This is um, awesome. That's heat waves. <laughs> no, that's water. That's a lake. <laughs> look, look at a lake. <laughs> but anyways, we so the first air apprentice took place in Whistler. I guess you did that a couple years in a row. I assume uh, quite a few years. I think it was okay. maybe more like four, four years, five years in Whistler, and then uh, and then we went to Silver Star. Mm-hmm. And this is Silver Star. Yeah. And why did you guys make the move? Whistler just became too chaotic. It was. It was too chaotic and we sort of wanted to have them a little more in isolation instead of just diluted by all the scene that was happening in Whistler. So we Going could, to the Longhorn all the time. And yeah, well, I mean, everyone just sort of scattered in the evening, so you didn't see what people were like when they got loose. Right, so. which is an important uh, aspect it's, of it's who becomes the apprentice. Something you want to see, yeah. <clears throat> And, well, and, and also Silver Star did an amazing job. They they built a trail for uh, that's still there for the the first year apprentice. Yeah, Pro Star. Mm-hmm. It, they built it for, or were they building it anyways? And they kind of turned it into like the. Uh, you know, I it the way I recall, I think maybe we changed their direction, or or maybe they made it earlier. But um, I, I think Cameron Sorensen might have. Uh, said, hey, we should make them something really gnarly. So if you love the Trail Pro Star, you can thank the Air Apprentice for, for that uh, becoming a trail. Uh, this, so this was a year that Matt Montadon on one. Am I wrong there? That no, sounds correct. right, because he was only in it once. Yeah, he didn't uh, come second. He, ever, he so. showed up to a bike park on a hardtail, dirt chopper. Half shell, half shell helmet. One brake, bald tires. <laughs> And absolutely destroyed. He was blowing yeah. minds. Yeah. He was doing 360s on things that you didn't think you could do a 360 on. Like this. Like that, which is still insane. I, I remember when I saw that, I was, I was standing kind of this camera angle, and I thought, oh, he's probably died. <laughs> 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 yeah. There was a few times, I think, where I thought he was going to die. Amazing rider. Where did he go? Incredible where is rider. he? I think he's up in Nelson. He uh, Hadron Collider. He last I heard from him, he still had his last sponsored bike mm. and hadn't continued uh, continued riding really. Mm. Crazy rider. I mean, he hadn't progressed. Like, I mean, he still went in contests and things and did really well and stuff. But he he was never sponsored again, as far as I know. But now, it, did all, was there like runner ups? Because you also Paul Stevens's was in this. Yep. Well, and Paul Stevens did win one year. Oh, he didn't win this year? Uh, or did he come back? No. I, I think he selected like three winners or something in this. Because then also Ian Morrison. So Ian and Paul did a, we had them do like a runoff. Right, yeah. It, it was like a mm. probational period. <laughs> you, you could be right. It could be that we were choosing multiples from this year. I think there was two, the talent just skyrocketed this year i think yeah. the talent pool was so high that you couldn't choose and you just said eh, it's ongoing <laughs> yeah well i mean and look at the names we've mentioned yeah They're really really good riders totally so was this the last year or was there there's any? more there's more there's more i think 2012 we also didn't mention mason michonne uh yeah who was in it multiple times yeah um, and then we just 
asked him to be on the team. Yeah. Incredible photographer and rider. Yep. Steve. Same thing with Ollie Jones. Ollie Jones never won it. We just asked him to be on the team. That's how we met Ollie. Oh, yeah. This is how we met Ollie Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was when Matt Hunter said he was the most fun guy to ride behind. Yeah, he um, he compared Something him to like Brendog, right? He said the only. Oh yeah, besides, I've, I've, I've ridden behind. Look at Trevor I've misquoted Hansen. that wrong to, twice now. <laughs> yeah, the only person I've ridden behind who rides like that is Brendog. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Okay, so that is Trevor Hansen. If you're watching the screen now, if you're watching us on YouTube, that was my PE teacher, and I know Trevor. He originally taught my brother. Uh, six years older than me. I never went, I was never in high school with my brother. He, when he graduated, I entered <clears throat> grade eight, but my brother was uh, on the mountain bike club, RIP, uh, which is what's no longer a thing as I entered high school because someone in, uh, in our city hurt themselves on a ski trip, oh, broke their right. back. Yeah, yeah. That was my high school. Your high school. Yeah. Hugh Boyd. Was, yeah. Like big white ski trip. And that kind of ruined, uh, yeah, that ruined like extreme sport clubs for a while, maybe forever. I'm not sure. I think no. for a long time. No, no. But, well, I mean, there's still not, there are mountain bike clubs again. I can't remember what happened. Okay. They, they decided to start them again. Yeah. So Trevor was doing this mountain bike club and I could not wait to get into high school and join that mountain bike club. I could not wait. And then it, uh, it dissolved. <laughs> it was no longer a thing. So that was pretty upsetting. But because my brother was a pretty good rider and, uh, I think my, you know, Trevor knew that and he knew that I was, uh, interested in riding myself. And then as we approached graduation, I was getting quite into filming. And so he saw me roaming around the school, making a grad film. This is my story of how I got the NSMB job, okay. by the way, mm. by the way. And, uh, he asked me, I guess through you to film a, a video that was mech sponsored mountain equipment co-op for King of the shore, which is now like the, the most beginner trail on from it's like the starter trail for, for any young rider, I think. Um, yeah. And I just had to basically do what this is <laughs> film Trevor talking to camera about the trail. And I don't know, I tried my best and I think you guys were happy with that, what I had done. And that was in grade 12. And so senior year. And I remember you sent me an email. Do you even remember how I got a job? Do you remember all the details here? Uh, well, something happened before this. Okay. It was the test, test bike. Oh, the test bike. Yeah. Oh wait, the there was something even before that. Yeah. Test tires. Oh, Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Totally missed that. Okay. So Trevor <laughs> gave me a pair of tires for my jump bike and then I had to review them. Oh yeah. Okay. This is funny. Cause I was very keen just to get in, like get my foot in the door and I put the tires They were like GX tires or something. Does that even exist oh, anymore? I don't think so. And might. I rode them and a Jason had to help me write the review. Like Jason, and I sat at my computer and, uh, yeah, shout out Jason. He was a very supportive friend helping me write those, um, articles for I'm sure. Not, I'm not sure I did any help. <laughs> Dude, you know, you a hundred percent helped me. I don't think I could have done it without you. How about an article on dirt jump tires? Like, like what do I say? must have just been flying in. Hey? Like, you know how much copy and pasting I did? <laughs> like, of copy? Uh... But that was a good kind of test, you know, like, what can you do with these? I don't think I did anything impressive. I wonder if you probably can't find that article anymore. I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, that would be good. Anyways, so I guess I did well enough that you then offered me a, this was sweet, a Kona Shonky. 
That was a nice frame. Super nice. Oh, it was, an, it was a complete bike. Oh, was it a complete? Complete bike. It had, it was, I had like, it was kind of a customized build. It, it, it was a very beautiful it bike. Was a, it was maybe a Shonky something like a. a Shonky Incorporated. Yeah, there you go. It was a special Shonky. Yeah. yeah. So it was an orange bike. It had blue wheels. And oh my goodness, I was so over the moon happy that I had the opportunity to not only write the review, but just to get to ride the bike for months. I ended up buying the bike after because I liked it so much, which was sweet. Um, wrote remember, that. Do you remember, though, the first time we actually met? Uh, uh, at you, in your townhouse? No, at um, my in-laws house. Oh yeah, right. That escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. We were, I can't remember how we were communicating, but we were having some kind of conversation about you coming there to get the tires, and I didn't have the tires yet or something, but you thought I was bringing them there, and you showed up to get the tires with your dad, and I didn't have any tires. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, you don't remember? No, nah, I think I was just stoked to meet the guy from the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's man. <laughs> I found uh, the article, by the way. No way. You yeah. found it? Oh, it was God. in a Gear Shots article. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Alonso, I sent it in the I chat. I can't believe you, you found that. So, yeah. And then Jason once again helped me with the Shonky Incorporated review. Shout out Jason once again. Yeah. Shout out Jason. And then I got my third opportunity to get a uh, Rocky Mountain Flow, which was uh, compared to the sh the Shonky Ink, a piece of crap, total piece of crap. It was <laughs> like, like oh, it was like yeah, it was like a forty pound dirt jump bike, like total low, like crap spec on it, like way too heavy, like did not enjoy it. But I was like, oh, I gotta do it. I just gotta do it. I gotta like you know, I gotta make a name for myself. <laughs> <laughs> did you trash it? Uh, I don't think I trashed it, but I, I think, I don't know. Honestly, I think we like, I wrote it as much as I needed to, to be able to say stuff about it. And then we wrote it a few times for photos, but I don't think I wrote it like every day. I think I was probably riding the shonky. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> That's probably right. So what are you looking? Yeah. Go down Alonzo. Gear shots. 53. Alonzo. Go up, up, up. The tires go up. I wasn't even, oh yeah. And the photos. So these are photos taken in my backyard. We had dirt jumps. Oh my God, what a crappy photo that first one is. Yeah, go down a little bit. Look at the tread. There's like no tread on it. It's, uh, it's an interesting time. There's a silhouette of a man. Should we read it? Fast rolling. Oh God, do we want to read it? Does it say fast rolling? <laughs> With uh, spring just around the corner, dirt jumps and skate parks are beginning to dry up. The ground will remain soft. You'll want to run tires capable of rolling fast and keeping traction. Choosing the right tire can drastically alter the performance of your rig, and the choice can be very personal. New, new from Italian tire company, GX are the boost lights. Boost lights. Oh, yeah. Throwback. Boost or booze? Booze. 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 Oh, my bad. Can I, are, are we wanting me to read the whole thing? Uh, no, that's fine. I, I, that was definitely Jason's influence there. That's I don't cool. think. So Jason basically wrote that? I don't think so. I, I think it's probably an amalgamation of both. I think we should read, himself. Uh, that that photo right there. That was my neighbor. That was that was yeah where he used to photo. live. Yeah, we were going crazy with the fisheye at that point. It's like what? How do we get a photo of Arctic photos? Yeah. Looks like film almost. It's crazy. Yeah, and then that photo. That's actually one of my favorite photos of me of all time. That one uh, of me in the air. That was in my backyard uh, in Richmond. Damn, that's my sweater. <laughs> uh, yeah so did you have something to say there uh, 
I can. No. no uh, okay. I okay. Okay. <laughs> I was going to go on to how did I eventually get the job? Because so yeah. I wrote the reviews and then, yeah. Oh yeah. So I guess if I met up for the tires, then one day Trevor showed up to school with the tires. I do remember going to his office and grabbing tires from him. Okay. And then all the kids around are like, what are you doing? Why are you getting stuff from a teacher? (laughs) Tires? What? Yeah. And then that's when I felt like I was cool because I'd go into the PE teacher office and uh, say, hey to everybody. And I was like becoming friends with the teacher, like (laughs) growing up. Wow. Teachers are real people too, huh? (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I I guess um, uh, Trevor knew that I was interested in film. And there was a need for the the mech project, I think. I did that. And then eventually you asked me if I wanted a summer job. Do you recall that? Uh, I do. And you wanted webisodes. You wanted like a summer web series. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. I got a a summer job. So I still had a few more months of um, high school. Or no, I think I still had a few more months of post-secondary. So I was in film school at the time. That, that's, Maybe. I don't recall. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's actually a little fuzzy for me now. Uh, and then I, I hit you up when the time was right. And you said, you know what, actually, how about just a full-time job? And I feel like that was my biggest break of my whole life was when you offered me a full-time job for what? $1,500 a month or something. Give me money. Give me money. You, me you money, said, how, how much do you want? And I was like, oh my God, what? I just get to like choose how much I want. <laughs> I remember asking my mom, I was like, P said, like, tell me how much I want. And she's like, uh, I don't know. Just say like, uh, $30,000. <laughs> and I said, $30,000. I'm like, there's no way. There's no freaking way he's going to say that. <laughs> And then you said, okay, sure. Sounds good. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Oh my God. It has $2,500. I can't believe it either, something. actually. That's a lot of bike tires. <laughs> Is somebody upset now listening to this podcast? David Ferguson's like, $30,000? What the hell? <laughs> they made me pay them. <laughs> but anyways, uh, and then that was when I was able to, I think like after the first check, I bought a computer or something like that. <laughs> The rest is history, man. In, in your 20 questions with Matt Dennison on NSMB, uh, there's a whole description of how you got got the job. Oh. So we could have just read that. That probably would have been a lot more efficient. <laughs> Jeez. How many lies did he tell? A okay. lot. He makes a lot of jokes in it, too. It's pretty It's pretty funny. What was the... Um, <laughs> thanks. That you're going to say obnoxious. What was the first <sighs> team trip you guys did where you like took Matt away from home? Sun Peaks, maybe? Oh, God, man. I have no idea. But what, what was, like, we wanted to ask, like, what was, what was it like hiring a young Matt? Like, what was I, do you remember what I was, am I the same? Yeah, like, what was it from your perspective? Uh, you were much more reserved. Okay. Your, your, your actual personality didn't come out for quite some time. It was a, it was a slow, slow burn. Uh, but you were nice to hang out with and you did good work but yeah we didn't the real Matt Dennison uh took a while to arrive interesting well I think I just got lucky because that was the boom of uh DSLRs and video content and I was just right there at the perfect time young kid who's probably fairly inexpensive and wants to work his butt off I was there. Oh, we, li- we liked what you did. And you're like, I guess so. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. That helps. I mean, you made good stuff. Uh, I, I and we had I no was idea that you were going to make, you know, some, a little bit of better stuff. You know, some, some 
iconic things. I always just attribute it to being lucky, but uh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, and then I guess eventually we are... Uh, you, I, I guess our, our deal was you wanted me to make like four videos a month. Four, three videos, four videos a month. And at a certain point, Jason and I already had our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And at a certain point, I said, hey, how about we make... Uh, funny videos on our and put them on our YouTube, but we'll put like NSMB on it, put a logo and whatnot. And then that was kind of a, the birth of our uh, mountain bike comedy brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That allowed a lot of like how to buy, or how to be a mountain biker, how to be a road biker. Like that allowed a lot of those videos to happen mm -hmm. at all. We were in Sedona a couple months ago and riding a trail some guy behind us like we can't see him we just hear tires a guy on a hardtail absolutely kicking our ass by the way and uh he doesn't pull over he just we pull over for him he rides by he says hey are you guys nsmb guys there we go whoa. oh yeah whoa yeah i don't know how he recognized from our backs or whatever but uh yeah. <laughs> your voice Perhaps, yeah. Because we were going, go around, go around. <laughs> I know you're faster. Yeah. And so I thought, fast. NSMB fan on a hardtail, this checks out. Yeah. This totally check checks out. out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, uh, I wonder where this, like, funny stuff came about. Because we, Alonzo pulled up something here. This is Power, a uh, team film that we made for NSMB. It's got Matt Montanon, Mason Michon, Stephen Matthews, and Paul Stevens in here. I've actually got a cameo in this. You have a cameo? Yeah, this Are is you a sure? funny video. I think so. We did like a fake 80s dating tape. I recognize that graphic. Yeah, shitty crafts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I totally borrowed that. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's not this one. You got volume? No, I don't think you're in this one. It's Rod. Rod Rodiger. And I'm not pussyfooting around. <laughs> I'm here to find myself a perfect 10. My name is Mick Regis. <laughs> I specialize in role-playing games. And... I have a reputation online as the ultimate gaming. Paul user. Stevens. He's a pro mountain I'm Richard Sizzler, <laughs> aka the Sizzler, aka the man here. Dick Sizzler. I'm looking for a full-time girl to Steven keep me warm on off the trail and be my backseat lover on my hog. I am Anthony Jones, and I'm from Kitsilano. I ride a 10-speed Dixie, and I like stand-up paddling on the weekend off of Jericho Beach. All right, turn it off. Shut it down. Did you do green screen? Yeah, that was the first time I ever did green screen. We did it in Mason's uh, cabin or like his home in Whistler. And I love how they all just drank the Kool-Aid. They're all just yeah, they so all down for it. it. Yeah, they committed. That's really yeah. good. Jeez. I feel <laughs> like that was... Like, Paul Stevens is even doing an accent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did a really good job of it. Was he yeah. the Kitsilano guy? No, he was the uh, Mick Rangers and uh, role-playing games. He's a, he's a Brit. Mm -hmm. I like how he's talking about online gaming, but it was supposed to be the 80s. A bit of a, <laughs> oh, yeah. A bit of an inconsistency there. That's true. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> I was taken totally out of the piece. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, I mean, we don't need to go through every NSMB video that we made, but we made a lot of good ones. And uh, the one we did where we shot, the, it was the Rebel Stoke one, and we shot the end at my cabin. Oh, uh... Yeah. It had a name kind of like Power. That's why I was thinking it was that one. Yeah, I had a Kanye West song on that one, so we can't watch that one anymore. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Because of copyright or because of Kanye West? Because <laughs> of Kanye West. <laughs> and copyright, I suppose. Kanye 
I don't remember. Yeah, I, I, I filmed everybody in robes, right? Yeah. Walking along the beach. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We had a lot of fun times, though, making these videos. And um, I also developed interview skills with through our series Hey Neighbor, which we tragically lost through the Vimeo.com purge. What when, happened to those skills? So I up every <laughs> Where did they go? Where'd they go? <laughs> Tragically lost. Tragically lost. Uh, I was in a fire. Still have some of them. No, I, every every video I ever made, uh, I think, for NSMB.com went on their Vimeo page. And uh, this was in the time where there was so much gray area with music copyright, you can pretty much just get away with anything. And... Especially on Vimeo. Especially on Vimeo. And then they probably got in huge trouble on their back end. And then the, it, there were, we were getting emails. You were getting emails, Cam, saying, you got to delete these videos. You got to unlist them. Or we're just going to go ahead and delete them. You didn't see them. Junk few, filter. Yeah. A few emails later, everything was deleted, completely gone. And at that point, my media data management was horrible. And I didn't have copies of anything. And we lost it all. I recently, just like a couple months ago, maybe in the last month, downloaded every single video on my Vimeo in case that happens. <laughs> <sighs> That's sad times. Right? Very, very sad. Very sad. Yeah. Everything just kind of flushed down the drain there. You know, honestly, every time we go into the hard drives, I see Hey Neighbor and I, I click it just to see, did it appear? Did the uh, Hey Neighbor was a series we made? I just see, are the video files there? And I click it every time I see it and nothing is there. It's just my life. <laughs> yep. uh, sad. So if there's any young filmmakers listening right now, uh, save your stuff. Don't underestimate your desire to look back at your old work years down the road. It will happen and you will want it. Save it. Sorry, Cam. <laughs> it's very sad. It's very sad. It's so sad. The best part is it's mostly my fault. Uh, it's your fault for, I guess, using music. We Copyright music, yeah. I mean, we were all learning at the time there. Mm -hmm. uh, at, the, at the time. Yeah, at the time, it didn't matter. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I've, we have a lot of questions here we wrote down. I feel like we should get into these. So, okay. So too. <laughs> we got into, how did you get into mountain biking? We got the idea of NSMB. We got, what were their early days like? Forums? Did you ban any friends? How did you start making money from NSMB? Um, we're, we're still planning to do that. Okay. Uh, that one out, it's on yeah. the roadmap. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> plans for global domination. <laughs> Actually, my, 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 that was literally the slogan. Um, Michael Palethorpe, my first business partner had global domination, which mm. is, which is why we, um, didn't join with Radic and Mike Lorowski when they wanted to combine forces with us. What? <laughs> so let's but talk I about think, that. I Wait, think, what? I think <sighs> I, um, hold the brakes. I'm, I might have uh, said too much. Oh, okay. No, no I'm just kidding. No, they, they wanted to, uh, they were good at internet and we were better at content. And so they said, why don't we all work together? And um, Michael had his plan for global domination, so he didn't want to. And I was okay either way. It's probably good. I don't think I, uh, I get along really well with, with Radic now. Radic is the... Former owner of Pink Bike, yeah, yeah, and like original developer, like Evil Genius, kind of like computer genius. Am I wrong? He, Maybe not evil. He did things before Facebook did. Yeah, he was he was sort of the first social media site that I know of. Mm. Yeah, he was uh, genius. He's a genius. 
lives. Yeah, but I don't think we would have gotten on well as business partners. So um, although he made millions and millions of dollars and sold his business and now is just traveling around riding his motorcycle, um, and I'm not, I, I think it was better this way. Let me remind you, you're on the number one feeding off each other podcast in the world, Cam. <laughs> Thank you. I, 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 I do feel some success. <laughs> feeding <laughs> off each other. <laughs> so the way we finally started to make some money, um, although Santa Cruz was our very first sponsor, so they they helped us uh, get off the ground. And is this because of the riders? The, the, the no, it was long before that. Okay. Was, they, they were uh, just kind of interested in what we were doing, and, and Rob Roscup personally, I think, decided to give us some money for, for banner ads, mm. maybe $500 a month or something like that. Nice. But the reason we're still here is because the of DVDs. Oh. Because we couldn't, no one was paying any money for internet advertising. There was zero interest in that. The magazine industry was still really strong. That's where all the ad dollars were going. And we had to just sell stuff. So there was a time when I ran the store myself and did all the content and had some help with computer stuff with Michael and um, Will Hardy was actually the third partner. He uh, he kind of dealt with the, the financial stuff, what little there was. And I would take all the orders, pack them all up and take them to the post office and send them away. Like sometimes, you know, a lot of orders and that's our, that was our main source of income for quite some time. And then sweatshirts and other merchandise. What was the... Now we don't actually currently are not selling anything on the website because we're revamping that. It's a multi-year um, project. Uh, okay. Big. <laughs> we're, we're getting there, though, by not doing anything. But <laughs> what was the, <laughs> the best-selling DVD that you had? Like a New World Disorder. It was probably a New World Disorder, or uh, it might have been like a, or, or Cranked. I, yeah. I, I don't remember that. Uh, I mean, we also did really well for the North Shore Extreme ones because lots of people didn't sell them. Oh, yeah. Mm. So they were, we were obviously the place to come to, to to buy those. Wow. So back in the day, would you say that you had beef with Pink Bike? Was there any time that you had beef? with those guys? I think they thought we had beef with them at one point. I remember um, Radic saying something at one point to me when we'd both been drinking. Um, but I don't really remember having any beefs. I mean, I was always jealous of how much traffic they got and, and, uh, and how well they seemed to be doing. And, um, and then I would go and read some articles and say they need an editor. I would say it just myself. I didn't make comments or anything, but uh, sometimes I still think they need an editor. But you guys uh, always managed to differentiate yourself. I mean, you guys had the Air Apprentice. Pinkbike never had it. Pinkbike never had anything like that. No. I do like, remember when we were conceptualizing Pinkbike Academy, I was like, I've seen this before. This is Air Apprentice. And this, yeah, like filming, there's like a weird brain wrinkle there. And yeah, I feel like you guys had a lot of original ideas that just helped you kind of set apart from the pink bike, like rat race of just like content. And also, I, I maybe I don't know if I if you agree, but Jason, I feel like I spent way more time on the NSB, definitely spent way more time on NSB forums than pink bike. Like I had no interest in the pink bike forums. Oh, yeah, I think I don't know why it was just cooler. 
it was cooler and it was also like oh i'm talking presumably with people from here ish or like mm. bc ish and like a lot of the same thought processes across those users whereas pink bike you're like this little child from Poland or something like I don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> what do you have? What do you have? Uh, well, I was a child. Oh, okay. oh. If, if you are a young child from Poland, please call in to speakpipe.com/slash feeding each other and leave us a voicemail in Polish. In Polish. Uh, did you guys ever have any issues with uh, people trying to find NSMB and accidentally searching the new Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> there's 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 a, there's a worse one too about somebody stole my bike. Oh, yeah. But, uh, and we're still my bike. Also, uh, what was it? There, there's some kind of um, neo Marxist organization in Germany as well. But, or, yeah. Pull that up. <laughs> it, might be, it might be NMSB. But oh. I think we were confused for each other at one point. But Interesting. I, think I think they're Nazis. NSMB, IFHT. We just love really hard to rem remember acronyms, eh? <laughs> Yeah, do you get people coming up to you being like, oh, you're the NBMS yeah. guy. <laughs> it oh, used to be. Oh, so how's it going at MSNBC? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, that's way different. You know, the name is terrible. The name is our, uh, our, our biggest crutch at this point. Locally, people don't know that we're different from the NSNBA. Uh, and then worldwide, it's not super easy. It doesn't mean anything, and it's not easy to remember. So it's we can so relate to this yeah. right now. Wait, but what is what is the NSMBA versus yeah, but it's so the NSMBA their URL is nsmba.ca. They are the trail organization for the North Shore. They're the advocacy group and they're a volunteer organization primarily with very few paid paid employees and they do a great job maintaining the trails and we over the years have done tons of work with them but local people who aren't really into the scene often think we're this one and the same. I get phone calls for the NSMBA all the time. And then I say, you've made a mistake that is our fault, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone makes the same mistake. And uh, yeah, maybe we should have changed our name at some point, but. Did you ever have an alternate name? Um, not really. For a while, in the beginning, we didn't even have the short. <laughs> oh, you had home. North Shore we Mountain North Biking. Shore Mountain, but we still have NorthShoreMountainBiking.com. Oh. Uh, and then, luckily, Michael Palethorpe had the idea to get NSMB.com. I've heard that four-character URLs are worth a lot of money. I've heard that, too. I don't have any proof of that. But hmm. Have you ever typed in, like, gone to GoDaddy and just type in NSMB.com and see how much it would cost to buy it not for a long time hmm. does it show that <laughs> uh, well, i i don't know I, if someone I, lists if you list it i think sometimes it might give you an estimated price but maybe they hide it now and they mostly state mm. we will have a we can offer you a broker someone who will negotiate with the owner mm. remember there was a time when you you could do the same yeah like you were talking about but evaluate evaluate websites for how much they're worth and I remember someone did it on the forums and they said this piece of shit is worth 50 grand whatever <laughs> it was <laughs> and, and they were thinking it was only the forum as well but and I was like yeah wow that's pretty cool I can right. buy nsmb.ca for one cent 
had to buy. Could you please buy that? <laughs> yeah. that because actually, there was a guy who, who uh, he was holding it hostage from us. And, uh, Dossier? Sort of, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And he eventually sold it to other people because I, I didn't want to deal with the dude. Well, it didn't go great for him. One cent. That's, yeah. It's a good deal. Yeah. There, there were some young kids who were holding at IFHT hostage oh. from us on Instagram and, and Twitter and whatnot. We almost paid for it, too. Uh, I, I FaceTime with these kids and I was going to send them like a few hundred bucks or something. And uh, I can't remember. It just didn't go through. We, we couldn't figure out how to ensure a trade off. That's yeah. why. And then we just never called them again, but they still have it. Yeah. And then it made me think that there should be some sort of platform or business where you can purchase like, you know, a Twitter handle or Instagram handle and like do a money exchange and they can like broker it. And cause it's really hard. How do you, yeah. you're just taking someone's word, right? Mm -hmm. Someone's got nsmb.com on Instagram and has just sat on it forever and never contacted us or anything. Got a cup, couple of suspects that could be. What's, what's the future of NSMB? Uh, you know, you, you going to pass it off at one point? Is it going to, are you going to sell it for 50 grand? Uh, <laughs> one cent. <laughs> Is this a big question? Uh, it's, uh, keeps me up at night. Um, no, I, I don't really have, I mean, I, I've got some ideas of what I would like to happen, but um, I don't have any roadmap about that. I, I mean, right now I'm in, enjoying doing it, so I don't really want anything to change. But um, one day I will want something to change, so. What's the hardest part of running it? Um, keeping up with content and trying to keep it fresh and I'm, I'm not sure we've been actually doing a great job of that lately but luckily um, we've got really good writers who come up with interesting ideas so um, just the constant content cycle even though we only post one original article a day it, it uh, we sort of put a lot of effort into each one and it uh, it's, it's kind of like having homework every day <laughs> is the way is the way it feels sometimes but well because not only do you have to write the content and come up with fresh ideas and things that are worthy of people's time but then you have to input it and then you have to choose a thumbnail and you have to crop it and then you have to get another one and then you got to post it to social there's a lot to it well luckily um so Haley does our social well Haley, at least friend of the pod yeah um and uh usually the person who's writing the article formats it depending on who it is. There's one exception, a good buddy of mine, Mike Wallace, who just sends me a word file <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and says, Dennis has the photos and <laughs> I have to chase him for captions, but everyone else, they, they do the formatting themselves. Well, what are the, the best perks of having one of the, the biggest mountain bike websites on, on the internet? Is it is it the bikes? Is it the test bikes? Is it the, the traveling? Is it the people? Uh, yes. Yes. It's, it's all mm. of those things. It's um, mainly the, the community of people we work with, both people who are riders, whether they're pro or Joe riders, or I guess Joe can be a female as well, so that's okay. <laughs> um, and people in the industry are great, or you know, friends. It's, uh, we're never working with people whose ideals we don't get along with, or very, very rarely. It's, it's almost, it almost never happens. And, uh, 
lots of mountain biking in cool places. And yes, when uh, something arrives at your door, that's pretty nice. And working with you was my first exposure to the amount of free crap that you can gain working in the mountain <laughs> bike industry. Like I could not believe the, the, the amount of bikes and gear and you name it, everything that would just come to your doorstep. And then I would be there at our weekly meetings and uh, you would just have too much stuff. Hey Matt, you want this? You want this? You want this? I couldn't believe it. Well, and there was also the time when we had the team going and then we would drive down to Bellingham and fill up my truck with a bunch of parts and I had to fill in the customs forms by hand. Oh, everything, all the H -S, S codes or whatnot. Yeah. No, it was actually Point Roberts. Went to my, my friend Bill Standard's house in Point Roberts. Um, so that, at that point, we had tons of stuff around because um, we had to kit out 20 bikes for 10 people on the team. Jeez. So there was, uh, yeah, it was 20 people. Wow. No, no. Oh, 20 bikes. 20 bikes. Mm. Two, bike, two bikes per rider from different, different bike sponsors. But then component sponsors were always just one. So how many bikes do you have in your quiver right now? Um, I, I, I recall that you had something happen. Uh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, yes. I was robbed of five bikes at one time. <laughs> no, I was thinking, I was thinking about when they came in and stole all your, um, your video equipment and your grandmother was home asleep. Yes. They, uh, they used a crowbar or something to go through the back door of my home in Richmond, walked by my, uh, deaf grandmother who was sleeping on the couch. Uh, went up into my room and only my room, put my iMac hard drives, and I was working with NSMB at the time, uh, put it onto my bed and then picked up the bed sheet and I guess threw it over their shoulder. That seems pretty cartoon-like. They you know, put it on a stick. Yeah, yeah, they put it on a stick. Get and on then, the a railway. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that was how I was robbed the, the first time. Which seems targeted, right? Yeah. Well, you at that point were talking about, someone asked for a tour. I think oh, you put up a tour. Yeah, we did the tour video. Yeah. 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 Since then I have, I have suspicions of who it could have been. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I was robbed a second time. Five bikes stolen at once. Three days after Christmas, brother's bike, dad's bike. I think my dad's bike, the, a bike that you gave me as a perk. Um, and then a hardtail, which was recovered. And I don't know, some other bike, but yeah. And my lights. And your lights? You borrowed all my lights just before. Oh, what do you mean lights? Bike lights. Oh, bike lights. Oh. You remember that? <laughs> like, no. uh, Cam, remember those lights? Oh, God, <laughs> no. Me? I forgot. Well, they also stole food from my fridge. They stole sticky toffee pudding, and I was thinking about that, Cam. <laughs> my sticky toffee pudding. <laughs> oh, and they also stole a uh, fog machine. Like, they cleaned us out. Like, how did we not hear that? Oh, you were all home. Yeah, we're home. Yeah, we. My God, and the garage was, is actually part of your house. My bedroom is above the garage. <laughs> wow. They had a full poker game in the garage before <laughs> they left. And lit off some fire. Yeah, they had a, <laughs> an oil barrel drum with a fire in it, and they're keeping their hands warm. Endurance tickling contest. <laughs> <laughs> Saxophone contest. Um, yeah, and then my dad uh, went to the the. We had a fridge, obviously, in the garage. That's where they stole our food. Went to the fridge to, I don't know, get some OJ in the morning or something and saw that the door was open. Went back upstairs to knock on my door. Hey, did you open up the door? And then I said no. And then he just says nothing and walks away. And instantly I knew what had happened. 
and I get up, I run my underpants down to the garage and, uh, I just, I turn the corner. Like, I'm like, I know that there's going to not be any bikes there. I turn the corner, not a single bike. And I just sit on the, uh, couch, just so upset. But I mean, if it never happened, we probably wouldn't have started, uh, Matt Dennison channel, which then turned into Matt Jason, which then turned into Mahalo, my dude. And then we wouldn't have, you know, got our first, uh, GT bike that, uh, they gave us to kind of make up for, uh, you know, having no bikes at the time. Cause that was when I decided, you know what? Shit. I'm probably not going to buy a bike. It's too expensive. Why don't I just turn the camera around and point it at myself and do something for a free bike learning from you guys. And then, you know, the rest is history. Thanks, bike thieves. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You got to turn a negative into you a positive. You just made us though. stronger. <laughs> huh? They just made you stronger. Yeah, they made us stronger. Yeah. You got to turn, you got to, what are you going to do? You, you, I eventually got one back, but anyways. So anyways, what? How many bikes you got in your house? <laughs> <laughs> and what's the address? Postal code? <laughs> Though, I mean, after hearing your stories, that's when we got remote storage. Oh, shit, eh? Mm. Smart. Smart. Yeah. Should we this or that? We could this or that. I mean, there's a, we never even got into the interbike stories. I feel like we could talk for five hours, Cam. This is great. You'll have to come back. I mean, maybe maybe no one would want to watch it, but I feel like that too, yeah. Uh, somebody, <laughs> those uh, L. Ron Hubbard and the Synchro and of the world would probably watch it. Quick interbike stories. Uh, well, I mean, you could give me some interbike stories. I was your, uh, in, in the shower. <laughs> hold on, hold on. A, What's interbike for thumb the people? Gun. <laughs> I'm gonna in the shower. Oh my god. Okay. What's interbike? What's interbike? <laughs> interbike used to be uh, a gathering of the mountain bike brands in Las Vegas, and bike shops would send employees and. And the owners of bike shops would go, and it was basically a place where people would make some deals, and the media would go, and we would just report on things that were interesting, and sometimes drink alcohol. Yes, sometimes, always. Yeah, it was basically, uh, from my point of view, it was just a huge uh, party, basically. But in those days, we were also doing work at night. Yeah. So we'd work until the wee hours after we got home in the wee hours, and then start again at nine in the morning. That was, it was punishing. Yeah. And that was my first time in Vegas. First, first, firsts at an interbike, but thumb gun in the shower. What? Yeah. What are you? Remember what a, th a thumb gun is? Like yes. A shotgun, but you drive your own thumb into the bottom of the can. Yes. You don't use a key or anything like that. You just use your thumb. Yes. And Actually very easy to do. You use the, use the air bubble strategically. You don't need any nails either. Yeah. It, it's so the air bubble has to be up or down uh air bubbles up you got something in yeah so if you're watching us on youtube you i'm gonna spill this. that's what you have to do it that way you, i mean you can't hold it in any other way though. i can't do it this was upside down the air bubble is going to be like right there in the corner and then that's where you place your thumb place your thumb and then you tilt it yeah you tilt you keep it this keep it upright on your knee air bubbles right there it's a weak spot boom hit your thumb your thumb gun, baby. And pull it up and... And consume all of the beer. <laughs> Dave, you ever thumb gunned? Uh, yeah, but I think I did it at the bottom. It's harder. Yeah, you... At the, you do it... At, I just... I can't show yeah. with this because oh, it's full of stuff. Oh, you were pretending yeah. the top was the bottom. Yeah, yeah. That was bad. very confusing. Yeah, I know. 
I was like, wouldn't it all just dump out? <laughs> no, no, you do it at the bottom. You just got to find the air bubble. Yeah, Any, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, we did it in the shower. We all... You, you, I, now you're <laughs> Whoa, whoa, back up, back up, back up. So we thumb gun, then we got in the shower. Yeah, I, just, yeah, was, I, remember, I, I think we shot some video of you. Yeah, we should have pulled that up next time. I have no idea where that is, but... So you guys were thumb gunning each other in the shower? What? It's on Facebook somewhere. Yeah, we all took our shirts off and we all thumb gunned in the shower oh, in the Venetian hotel yeah. because when you're in the shower and you thumb gun, the mess contains itself and you just turn on the shower and you, you, <laughs> you wash it. But I remember... Do you remember bleeding profusely from thumb gunning? Uh, no, I don't actually. You don't remember that? No. You, you thumb gun, you sliced your thumb, and then in the Venetian hotel, there was blood all over the bathroom, and you <laughs> you left puddles, and I think, I can't remember if it was you or me, but we, with the blood, we spelled nsmb.com oh, on, on the counter. I'm on jacked up on that, <laughs> <laughs> It was in blood, nsmb.com, and we just left it there, and we went, left for the day. It's viral marketing right there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. To the housekeeping staff at the Venetian Hotel. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, why would the new Super Mario Brothers do this to me? <laughs> Those damn neo-Nazis. <laughs> oh. That was a good memory. And then um, another fond memory of my... I might, have, I might have already spoken about this on a podcast, but w there was... I, I, I think I have. There was a stationary bike. You 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 got on it to see how many joules you could um, generate. Jules. How, how much power? What? Jules. No, he put jewels. Like Watch sand. It's not jewels. Tried to. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're right. With an O U L E S. <laughs> Kilojoules. I thought I was smart for a what? second. You were. That's too smart. Okay, anyway. Making jokes. Anyways, <laughs> pedal pedal your butt off. Uh, and I was filming. This was a, a day after the, the morning after drinking, long night of drinking. And I was with Seb Kemp, um, uh, colleague, and he did very well. And he, he I don't know. I guess I, he probably put it on me like you got to try now and I was just the cameraman so I got on there pedaled as hard as I freaking could and then by the way this was on like a white shag carpet at, at this uh, display <laughs> I caught off that thing feeling green like feeling uh, like I was gonna chundi and there was I was looking around at like cardboard boxes and stuff like just w empty boxes like where am I gonna puke this is gonna happen this is gonna happen and I think the only washrooms were in the center of the uh, showroom and I was keeping it together and I eventually Seb I said to Seb, I gotta go. I went to the to the washroom. The men's washroom had a, uh, a like a cleaner, I think, and I wasn't allowed to go in there. I went into the women's washroom. I, I think I'm messing this up a little bit. Long story short, I puked in the women's washroom sink. And if you've ever puked in a sink, it's kind of just like a colander. You know, mm -hmm. you put your pass in there, the water all filters, leaves all the chunks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I felt great after that. And, and I walked wrote, away. And you wrote NSMB in. Like, <laughs> 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 no way again. Oh, yeah. And then I just, uh, I walked away and that was it. I felt so much better after. But yeah, that was my mark on, on Interbike. But I, I, yeah, also we... We had some good times, uh, or yeah, with Seb and Chris Ferguson. Ferguson. Chris, yeah, Dave, Dave Ferguson. Dave, Dave. Uh, we um, we did some challenges on the strip. Like we would always walk the strip. Well, and we also uh, we would give out cards for people who uh, 
were laid or something. Last person out of the room and oh, stuff like that. Oh, yes. And so Legendary. They, yeah. And there was also... Penalties. Yeah. Yeah, so penalties. This was, this was like the most fun thing ever, by the way. So, yeah, you, the last one out of the room would get a penalty. And there was it was kind of like Air Apprentice. The rules were very loose. <laughs> it wasn't written out freehand. Decided by the majority. Yeah. But it, it was great because, th- and this, if you have trouble on work trips getting your, your crew out of the door, I, I definitely suggest you do the penalty because this got everybody out the door. So everybody would just start to kind of slowly migrate <laughs> towards the door. And next thing you look over, you're like, wait, why is everybody by the door? Oh no, the penalties. And then it becomes a, begins a fight to who gets out last. Yeah. And the penalties were fun. Do you remember what we realized people with? Um, I can't remember. Is it you? It was, it was two of you, Fergs, and Seb who had to walk through the Venetian um, casino with your shirts back like this, so they're only over your shoulders and holding hands. <laughs> that, that was Seb and Fergs. Seb and Fergs. Yeah. yeah, that was legendary. And they owned it. They, like, no hesitation, just walking through at a time when it, people were even worse about homosexuality yeah. than they are now. Yeah. And they, they did amazingly well. I think uh, I think Seb also had to go into a jewelry store and ask very seriously for a cock ring. <laughs> like, I'm looking for a ring. Um. <laughs> He's like, I already generated a bunch of jewels, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that was a, uh, that was a pretty, I don't remember taking on any penalties myself though. Mm, I think you probably did. I think everyone pretty much did. Yeah. What about the the fashion blog? Oh yeah. The, the, oh my god, we made weird blog, videos. The biggest fashion blog in the North South region. New style fashion. No. New, new style fashion blog. No, no, no oh. new style Maven's blog. Oh, that's right, the Maven's blog. That's why it was NSMB. That makes sense. Yeah. I think that <laughs> new style fashion blog. Yeah, yeah, and we we made a video that eventually went on the on the homepage of nsmb.com that was us just going around this trip asking what did we even ask? Ranking people. Just asking them about fashion Depends and asking what, what they're wearing. Yeah. Uh, Who were what, you wearing? Yeah, what they yeah. thought of what we were wearing. It was, it was Pete on the mic. Yeah. And it was him who came up with the the biggest fashion blog in the north south region. Right, yeah. And that was my job, to make those videos. We got weird. We got off the rails some <laughs> sometimes when we are on the road. That was a fun one. Um, uh, we also, I think we made a video in Vegas asking people about the airplane on the conveyor belt conundrum. Oh, yeah. If an airplane would take off on a treadmill. So if the treadmill was going backwards against the wheels of the airplane, would it take off or would it just remain in the same place? I think we asked that because it might've been one of the most popular blogs in the forum. It was, yeah. Like massive multi-page yeah, right. Like the threads. treadmill right. is going the same speed as the as plane? The wheels of the yes. Plane. And would it just then hover almost? Like a Are you asking, you're asking us to answer it? <laughs> it takes off, Oh, I was just thinking a regular treadmill would have, you know, would do nothing against it. So it would have to be a superhuman one. Hey, can you find uh, Mythbusters, YouTube Mythbusters? Yeah, Mythbusters yeah they did this. Yeah. But it was very janky because they, yeah. they couldn't make a treadmill. No. So they pulled like a gigantic sheet at the same speed. Did you see this? No. Yeah, they, they had like a white sheet. They pulled it in the opposite direction. And I think the plane took off. But it was like, how could you perfectly match the, uh, the speed of the plane, right? But we asked this to people on the strip, on the uh, on the interbike showroom floor, and on the way home, we asked pilots in the airport. One got it, one didn't. 
one got it? What do you mean? Well, one had the correct answer. Oh, yeah. The, and one did, had the wrong answer. Oh, really? I don't even remember now. I think... And then he, I think he asked, oh, delete that, delete that. <laughs> nah, we didn't delete that. That's for sure we didn't. Definitely <laughs> no, didn't delete didn't. that. I think... I think that video actually lives on our um, Mahalo My Do channel somewhere oh, yeah. unlisted oh, now. Oh, yeah. cool. Let's, let's find that. <laughs> Get to the results here. Get to the part where they do the noodling, Alonzo. Did we miss it? No. No. Oh, it's at the very end here. Okay. All right, we got the Mythbusters finding out once and for all. How did they get insurance for this? This is so dangerous. We got Jamie. What was his name? Jamie. Oh, cut to commercial. Good. Was that wrong? Jamie oh, Brain? Is that. Oh, Alonzo. What? <laughs> well, that was <laughs> underwhelming. Literally, the video ends before you see the ending. What a Jesus. stupid video. <laughs> oh, man, we should have prepped our media for this. Oh, God. You didn't want to see the conclusion of that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Go All right. the end. Second try here. How did they find a sheet that long? Mark does his final checks. Mark and JV accelerate in opposite directions. Uh -huh. And it's arguably the most incredible sight since the Wright brothers got airborne. Yeah, I don't know, that, man. What the? I don't think the that's. The sheet a was doing nothing. I mean, it looks like it. You know what? Great entertainment, though. Okay, okay. Ooh, okay. Well, I would bring up one more thing. Do you remember when I uh, I cried at, at, at Interbike? We, we wrestled, and I cried, and I got really mad. Uh, I, think I don't I, think we've talked about this I since. I lost my temper because we were running down the hallway, and you tripped me. <laughs> and, I, and I had a huge fall. <laughs> sprinting at full speed. Oh, and then, God. And then, and then I kind of got mad at you, and then I might have made you cry. I think I, what I remember was uh, something with a wallet? Or like you, we were very hammered at this point. Yeah, and we were at the Aria Aria Hotel or something like that. Uh, I thought there was a wallet, and you were playing keep keep away with my wallet. Maybe that's how it started. And then, and then I, we, I was racing away with the wallet, maybe. Yeah, and maybe. You, and you kicked out, kicked my feet together. Oh, maybe. Oh man, and then you ate shit. Oh <laughs> god. And then uh, we fully wrestled on the ground. And I remember, I think I was like tapping out, and you wouldn't let go and then uh, uh, I, I started to freak out and then I got really mad and I remember going into the I think I think uh, I mean it's obviously well deserved if I tripped you but I think you were still tormenting me when we went into the hotel and I just remember my only real memory two memories is rolling around wrestling on the hallway floor and then the second memory is being inside the hotel and slamming my fist down on the glass table in the living room saying stop it and then things got real awkward the next morning. And then the next morning was when Morgan Taylor made guacamole with his bare hands. <laughs> and he was like, what's wrong with that? And I was like, use a fork. And he was like, no, it's more authentic this way. <laughs> oh, fire, bro. <laughs> and we still talk about that. Brooke and I still talk about that. Like every time we're making guacamole, we're like, should we use our hands? Yeah, do it authentically. We got Morgan Taylor on the podcast talking about this. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm sorry if I tripped you. Oh, I'm sorry I didn't <laughs> stop wrestling. I, I, I made Maybe should have been more mature. You were 18. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> uh, but we had a great father-son relationship at the time, you know? you know. So we never even got into that. Why, like you being my father, basically we would travel around and, uh, you know, up to our regular antics and people would often mistaken me as your son because why else would we be hanging around? 
18-year-old and 40-year-old man. Yes, Daddy. It might be because we both have um, perfect noses. Oh, yes. As I turn to look straight at the <laughs> camera. Oh, yeah. This is fine. All right, Don't all right. worry about it at all. I will try to... Uh, I'm glad we could get clear the air. That was very therapeutic. I also didn't know that I tripped you. I can't remember that part. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very embarrassed now. Maybe I do remember that. All right, I have Actually, nothing else to say. A, there was a dad reference in that. Because I remember saying, like, because I'm, your dad's a little bit older than me, but not very much. I remember saying, would you do that to your dad? And you're like, that's totally different. <laughs> like, I'm old like your dad. <laughs> oh, man. But the thing is, I probably wouldn't be roaming inner bike in Vegas drunk as hell with my dad. So that's, that's where. That's probably accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Having a having a great time like we're both nineteen years old. You were with my kid's dad. <laughs> Anyways, priceless memories. Fantastic. Alright, I have nothing more to say. I promise. Alright. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it's that time again, folks. Time to play this this or that. that sorry i forgot to say it the game where you <laughs> choose between two radically different options either this or that cam do you understand the rules could you go over it one more time oh, no we don't have memory <laughs> <laughs> sound man play that music turn down a bit it's way too loud yeah there you go oh, yeah. all right question one wet trails or dry trails uh Dry trails. From or Seymour? Seymour. Seymour or Cyprus? Uh, Seymour. Coffee or beer? Uh, I don't drink coffee. Tea or beer? Beer. Shuttling or pedaling? Um, both. Mostly mm -hmm. shuttling. Uh, do you want us to Seymour? read for one more time? <laughs> Sorry, I have uh, shuttling. North Shore Extreme or Cranked? I, I take the fifth. <laughs> it's not called take the fifth. <laughs> it's I, called I, this I, or that, Cam. Yeah, I needed the rules one more time. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Sea Otter or Interbike? Uh, sea Otter. Full 29 inch or mullet? 29. Loam or pow? Loam. Bean around the world or JJ Bean? Bean around the world. Five hour ride in roach leg pads or five hour ride with your dropper stuck up? Roach leg pads. Dirt in the eye or rock in the shoe? Rock in the shoe. Change a hundred flat tires or bleed a hundred brakes? Oh, flat tires. Jumps or steeps? Definitely steeps. Skinnies or teeter-totters? Skinnies? Brutus or the Toonie Drop? <laughs> Brutus. <laughs> be able to fly but only as fast as a snail or be able to turn invisible but only when no one is looking <laughs> I'll take the snail. <laughs> Would you rather be three feet tall or eight feet tall? Oh, that's, that's more difficult than you'd imagine. I guess eight. Would you, top heavy. Would you rather be able to travel everywhere for free or eat everywhere for free? Travel. Travel back in time or into the future? Back. Early mornings or late nights? I usually do both. <laughs> uh, late nights. Bad brakes or bad suspension? <sighs> bad suspension. Underbiked or overbiked? Underbiked. Chamois or no chamois? No sham. 
100 laps of ladies or 100 laps of boogeyman ladies and that <laughs> that's that. That. good job i think we're the first uh, person to successfully plead the fifth mm-hmm. we just let that slide i i mean there are things i like about both of them but uh, I know also both the filmmakers. I was going to say, yeah, okay. uh, you probably know some people. Yeah, you're going to piss someone off. I feel like, are we going to piss a few people off in this podcast? God, I hope so. Oh, man. Until you get those clicks. Sorry, people. Well. I'll probably get the blame, though. I'm your dad, after all. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's been another episode of Feeding Off Each Other. Thank you, Chothers, for listening, if you've made it this far. Uh, and... Um, please leave us a speak pipe. Otherwise known as a voicemail speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other. Cam, leave us a voicemail. Okay. Please. That'd be fantastic. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. A, a speak pipe. Super easy. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to do anything. Just hit the button and talk. Okay. Yeah, ask us a question, promote something, uh, reveal more dark, deep, dark secrets, um, reveal your address, postal code, whatever you want. Maybe use an AI voice. Yeah. You can do that too. Yes. Uh, are you? This is feeding off each other. Do you feel metaphorically full? I feel uh, fed off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Fed up or off? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe and rate us if you feel like rating us. We appreciate it. Appreciate what? Appreciate it. What did I say? Dave, are you okay? Yeah. You want to try? No. Try it. Come on. Say something. I, uh, words? I don't know. Who did the outro last time? Did we even do an outro? I did, I did it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I blacked out. <laughs> and as always. Thank you, Cam. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything you've done for us. We are better people because of it. Thank I you. Oh, you. thank you. We're fucking done. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts.